0: summer skate studios behind the mask hockey shops present college hockey west live for november 15th 2022 tonight's scheduled guest senior associate athletic director for the air force academy george nelson behind the masks college hockey west live is brought to you by peterson toyota college graduate member of the military and you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount see us at petersontoyota.com top golf let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event see your regional center or go to topgolf.com the nchc and nchc.tv subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. behind the mask hockey Shops. visit any of our three valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line jets pizza Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jet's Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. AT&T Wireless, unlimited high-speed 5G data at no extra cost. Liberty University, play for something more, faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. M-Drive, natural support thing to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer Skates, whether our, our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. And by Drury Inns and Suites, travel happy again. Book your next stay at druryhotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-INN. College Hockey West Live from the Skate studios presented by Behind the Mask as a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hohenstein.
1: All right. Welcome in, hockey fans. Indeed it is Tuesday night, which means it's time for our staple College Hockey West Live. This is where it all started. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Las Vegas, Nevada, that vibrant city as I love to tell uh, my co-host on Wednesday night, Stephen Marsh. Um, getting ready for college hockey on a Wednesday and a Thursday, and my co-host, Paul Hornstein, on Long Island, New York, is watching college hockey on a Tuesday. Paul, what in the world is going well, on in the hockey world?
0: Well, I was watching it anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: All the games are over. that that's looking to impress you? Are they impressing you yet? No. Okay. Okay. No,
0: no. Just, the, the, the other team, they're playing stinks.
1: Okay. So, um, so like right I said, now, here talk
0: to Vegas, me in a couple of weeks.
1: Okay. So right now in Las Vegas, Paul, it's windy, cold, miserable, um, 50 degrees, beautiful hockey weather for, uh, Anchorage and UNLV tomorrow and Anchorage and Liberty on Thursday night. And, um, you were saying that you really liked ice. Did you get a little ice today?
0: Um. <laughs> well, no, no, I didn't get any ice, but you get the point. No, it was cold. It was. I thought it was raining. I up. could. <sighs> there was no sun. <laughs> and honestly, I, I, I did, the, a, a temperature in the low high 40s or low 50s doesn't bother me at all when it's sunny out right when there's no sun and it's a dark dreary overcast sort of day uh now that makes you miserable now listen it wasn't flurries like somebody got up in albany but um
1: <laughs> or real yeah. snow like they got in minnesota the other day uh,
0: does it not does it ever not snow in minnesota <laughs>
1: Yeah. There's a couple of, there's a week. It's 4th of July week.
0: Yeah. Just that that's about it too. Um, you need to get that kid out of there before he gets used to that (laughs) crap.
1: He was shoveling. He's he's not quite three yet. Paul, he was shoveling the driveway.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, and good for him, but no, get him out of there before he (laughs) thinks that's normal.
1: Uh, That is just, uh, that is
0: not normal. Okay. uh, Folks, if you're Um, wondering,
1: uh, our grandson, the uh, not-quite-three, Rowan, was uh, shoveling the driveway before he went to his uh, his school, quote, unquote. Um, and he uh, was doing a pretty good job, too. He might have cleared let me the ask whole you, driveway if they give him some time.
0: Let me ask you a question. In the real world, or the rest of the world, they have snow days. Do they have sun days in Minnesota? <laughs> no, they've got they snow days. They get off days. when the sun shines?
1: No, they, they got snow days there, too, and they use them up pretty much every year. Um, and then usually snow. use a few more and then have to go later into the summer. Um, but but you know what? That, that's it. Um, tonight, Paul, we got a great show. We've got the a Senior Associate Athletic Director for the Air Force Academy, a guy that's been at the Air Force Academy since January of 2000. He's been around a little while different capacities. This is the guy that also is in charge of the uh, hockey department. Um, so George Nelson right. joining us here in about, oh, I don't know, nine minutes or so. I will give him a call and we'll we'll, we'll do the normal thing. You uh, you blabber right. for a little bit while I get George hooked up and ready to go. And um,
0: Did I we'll get the title high. right this time? <laughs> what do you mean his title right? Senior Associate Athletic Director. No, well, when I did the the Open, did I get yeah, it right?
1: right? Yeah, you got it right.
0: Okay, because, you know. You're not going to get checking. court-martialed or anything. Uh, Can
1: they do that at the Academy?
0: Um, I don't see what, well, I mean, I <laughs> can't imagine why, theoretically, they couldn't, but I don't Probably know. not you, though. I mean,
1: probably not you. They probably don't reach out to Long Island and, and just go up a long arm of the, uh, uh of the military grabbing you from long island well, but anyway li- listen uh,
0: listen i'm he sure bet. frank could figure out a way to smack me around a little bit he probably would
1: He he's just waiting right now for those new summer skates that we've got coming for his sons um nice. and, and you had a big part in this because you chose the uh the skate lace colors for the three different ones so we'll have them coming we'll have koozies going along with them and then um we'll get them up for sale the new logos Ice time hockey west, gotta out college a... hockey west live, and pro hockey west report.
0: I've got to figure out a way to to. We got to figure out a way to get those pink laces in because I really like those. The pink ones. Yeah. Yeah, we've gotten
1: those before. Not you, but
0: uh, really because have. I haven't.
1: Yeah. yeah well, well I I, yeah, but the only thing on...
0: that counts is.
1: I didn't know you wanted uh, pink laces, but if, if you're the one that wants them, yeah, I'll put an order in for some pink ones for you.
0: Listen, because I'm, I, I mean, I'm the one that counts.
1: <laughs> Something like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. Steve okay. So, pair, uh, but I don't know.
1: So let's explain uh, why I'm in Vegas. I kind of did in the open, but um, this weekend right. we will have, or this weekend, tomorrow night we'll have uh, Anchorage an NCAA program, taking on right. UNLV, an ACHA program. And here's the unique part, Paul. On Thursday night, Anchorage is going to hang around, and they're going to play Liberty, an ACHA program, and a good one. By the way, Kirk Andy and his family are at the uh, Vegas Golden Knights game right now, um, hobnobbing with nice. Stephen Marsh probably. Uh-
0: <laughs> probably. Is that game on now? Uh, it starts at 7. It's a little early for that, isn't it? Starts at 7. 7... Pacific. Vegas time.
1: Pacific. Okay, I listen, I have to ask. I don't. Know. It's hard for you to tell time, so I, I get that. I know you have struggled with the time zones.
0: No, I struggle with your description of time because <laughs> okay. the the real world count, quantifies everything on Eastern time.
1: By the way, did you know that today in Pacific time in San Diego it was 72 and sunny?
0: That's a shock. Yeah,
1: it was beautiful. And then we way to come to Vegas where it was uh miserably cold and blowing wind and had to put the sweatshirt on and all of that stuff
0: that's not normal though for vegas though right not normally
1: no they said they've had record days here in the 80s but not this week <laughs> be lucky if you get to the upper 60s anyway that's just weird that that's my problem not yours so we'll deal with that so anyway Um, the Alaska Anchorage Seawolves and head coach Matt Chasby are here. Uh, Dollar Loan Center for sure tomorrow night. I still don't have a confirmation on on Thursday night's game if that's going to be at Dollar Loan Center or if that's going to be at City National, So hopefully we find out tomorrow because it's kind of uh, getting down to the wire on that one. But NCAA hockey, again, matching up with ACHA hockey. Uh, Alaska Anchorage and the UNLV of course, met up in um, in Anchorage about a month ago. And um, the uh, Seawolves got two from them. Um, the last one, a 2-1 victory. Yeah, that'll be, so.
0: that'll be a, a – th- those will be interesting matchups because uh, somebody asked me, first of all, why they were playing. And I said, well, you know, Anchorage is play- paying it forward. Yeah, people scheduled them this year. Yep. Um, the I, I mean, can, compared to Anchorage, fifty-five degrees is warm. Uh, it might not be as sunny as they had hoped, but it's still warmer than Anchorage. No, it's still pretty um, sunny, but it's just cold. This <laughs> is a cold wind. Well, it's still warmer than Anchorage, but um, and it's uh, sunny. They're paying it forward. <laughs> you know, they're, they're they're they're. Well, the sun's up. Forget about sunny. The sun's up. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I think that uh, you have a situation. Like I said, they're paying it forward. Teams scheduled Anchorage this year. That you know, um, and squo- squeezed them in. And Anchorage is doing their part to show off. Uh, two of the top teams in the ACHA. Two of probably the top five non-NCAA teams in the country. We know there's a separate division besides the ACHA. Um, and I, I, I and they're paying for it. And, and, and you know, UNLV is using these games.
1: As, as measuring a stick as the measuring stick for? As a measuring stick for? The ACHA four?
0: tournament. Okay. The ACHA tournament. Okay,
1: let's go with that. Okay, talk to me in April. Uh, I'm using the Paul Hornstein line now. Just talk
0: to me in April. I am anyway. going to talk to you in April. We are going to talk. Listen, I hope I'm wrong. You are wrong. <laughs> I hope that I'm dead you were wrong.
1: last year, too, with Lindenwood, and you're going to be wrong with LV as well. But anyway, that's a whole uh, other let's topic. So. Let's, let's take a quick break. When we come back out of break, I will let you babble on for a couple of minutes while I hook up with our guest tonight, the Senior Associate Athletic Director from the Air Force Academy,
0: Wheels and bearings for your inline skates
2: or extra rolls of tape for your stick. At Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at
0: BehindTheMask.com. Passion,
2: talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegers. And they score!
1: Awesome.
2: Jake the goal. He is on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Oh, my. Amazing, Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey.
1: From the nation's best college hockey conference
0: So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it, but when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight and they're ready for the next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, summer skates, the ultimate hockey players footwear are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the summer skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today.
2: Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772.
1: All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. Indeed, it is Tuesday night, College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy with you tonight from beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, my co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from Long Island, New York. Paul, go ahead and take it away for a couple of minutes. while we'll I hook up with our guest tonight, the Senior Associate Athletic Director from the Air Force Academy, George Nelson.
0: All right, well, we have a uh, a chance to blow up the Super 16 already. As BC beats Lowell tonight three to two, get a power play goal in the third period. Um, with UMass Lowell playing uh, a home and home this weekend with UConn, uh, Lowell could very well have an zero three week and do some damage uh, to their rankings. Um, Harvard beats New Hampshire three to one. Uh, Harvard is now seven and zero. We referenced this game before. Uh, New Hampshire is not very good and uh, we'll know in a week or two about Harvard whether or not their 7-0 and is a legitimate 7-0. I mean, I know you can only play the games that are on your schedule, but um, as far as being ranked, et cetera, we'll have to wait and see. Um, AIC got to the 500 mark as they beat Holy Cross at home tonight 4-1. to uh, So uh, as soon as they update the scoreboard on that, we'll get an update on the pair-wise. We'll see. Uh, what happens to
1: the teams. We all cover. right, Paul, you can you can quit babbling. We got our guest. <laughs> uh, babbling, Yeah, okay, whatever. All right, um, welcome in, hockey fans. It's a, it's our pleasure to welcome in the Senior Associate Athletic Director from the Air Force Academy, George Nelson, with us. George, you got Scott and Paul with you. First of all, thanks for joining us. And how are things out at the Air Force Academy? You got snow out there yet? Because I'm in Vegas, Paul's on Long Island. Uh, what's it like in the Colorado Springs?
2: Well, we we actually did get a little bit of snow uh, last night. It's still on the ground because we, uh, you know, it usually melts pretty quick during the day when the sun comes out. But uh, it was, I don't know if it got above 30.
1: So,
2: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) when is your hockey seasons here?
1: George, I feel good then to tell you that it's uh, 52 with a uh, cold, brisk wind in Vegas. So, uh, but I just came from San Diego where it was 72 and sunny, as you would expect all the time. So, um, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little can spoiled I, I shut up on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> George, George, I, I live just outside of Denver, so uh, I'll be back there, unfortunately, and get a little snow, but love that, that uh, area. And you've been, let's start off right with this, George. You've been at the Air Force Academy for some time. Tell us a little bit about your history there and, and why you love that place. I have, I, I, you
2: know, I graduated from here and then I came back for, two assignments. Uh, one is as a commander and another one in the department mm. back in the early two thousands. And, um, they, they pulled me up from the athletic department into the, the commandant's area, which is the military side of the school. And, you know, after a couple of years of that, I said, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and I had, I had an
2: opportunity, uh, with uh, billy walker who was in the department at the time he is now the the athletic director at american he's been there for several years and he pulled me in and uh you know we, i was in charge of a few programs uh both on the ncaa side and on the um you know the the laboratory side the human la- human performance lab uh the pe side our our combative center of excellence where we teach them we teach them hand-to-hand combat in case they get into a pickle uh, when, when you know, when the the balloon goes up and we have to go to war, that sort of thing. So anyway, I went back down. I, I was pulled down there uh, to work in athletics in 2005, and I've been there, been there ever since. And probably, I, I think I've been in charge of 24 different programs of the 27 that
1: we have. Wow. That's in... Um... Uh, Paul's going to jump in here in just a minute, but I got to ask you this because Frank Ceratore and I go back about 40 years. (laughs) We're we're both Minnesota natives. and uh, (laughs) and We've been around for a long time. So give us us your take uh, on having uh, Frank around that hockey program for as long as he's been and what it's been like to work with him because he's one of a kind
2: he is definitely one of a kind. He's, he's, he's a character. And, uh, he's, he, you know, he, he's a little bit crazy. Sometimes he's kind of like our baseball coach, Mike Kizlowski. And if you get those two together, you're, you you better run (laughs) because it's, it's, it's not a, sometimes it's not a pretty sight, but it's, it's one of those things to, to be honest, when a new coach comes in, uh, I tell him you got to go talk to Frank, and you got to go talk to Kaz, because <laughs> they, they, you know, they know this place. You know how to be successful at this place. Um, they, they do it with a lot of fun. Uh, they, they keep things interesting, uh, but they, it, you know, they, they do that while still having such a, a passion for the sport and a passion for uh, these athletes. You know, I mean, Frank it, it never never thought he would be here uh this long and he's been here like 25 years um but he said he never thought he would he would be at one place that long because he figured he'd be fired but, uh, <laughs> you know, like like you like the evil empire from the north that he came to us from but uh, <laughs> he, he always called it that but he you know he has found his roots here and and you know this this he's got his name on the program and uh we've been very successful with him so it's you know the guys love playing for him uh we used to have a f- uh, football coach fisher DeBerry, who kind of kind of owned the town when when he was here and uh i i would say that that torch has been given to to Frank secretary lately so he's he i just came from a radio show he wasn't there joe uh <laughs> joe doyle his assistant was there because frank was coming back from the east coast but uh you know he gets pretty showing in his radio show uh and he'll he'll pump up some of the other coaches. He'll invite them on his show sometimes and have them talk about their programs. So you know, he, he he just loves the academy and growing programs together. So uh, if, and if you haven't, well, you probably have seen all of his all of his interviews. <laughs> oh yes, <yeah. laughs> I, I just tell people go go Google
0: Frank Serratore interview. Yeah. You know, he's, oh. He's got some he's got some classics
2: and uh we, we've got those sportscasters here in the springs and you know that's it's the frank territory time on monday night because he's had his, <laughs> his interview that morning so they always they always look forward to what he's got what he's got to say
0: well he, listen yeah uh, he, as, he's
2: been very successful and we love
0: him oh we love him too i mean because listen i mean uh if you want if you want a question answered he's the guy to go ask because um, he'll give you the answer. You might not like the answer, but he'll give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> you, might have
2: to, you might have to tell Frank you
1: can't say that. <laughs> uh, George, I got to tell you a quick one while we're on that topic. Um uh, during the, uh, the press conference for the, uh, <laughs> uh, for the, um, all uh, oh, the icebreaker series that you guys just hosted that just kick off the season. Uh, we all had a good laugh because Frank was running his own zoom. And uh, when he came on the zoom, he had the camera facing the side of him and uh, he was bragging to everybody about how he was running his own zoom and he knew what he was doing. And uh, after a few, after a few minutes, uh, the moderator said, Frank, is there any way that you could look at the camera? <laughs> Oh, we cracked up, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's unbelievable. Um, you know, we, we, we talk about the way he built the program. And one of the things that, that I was interested in hearing from you is, uh, it's so unique in the student athletes that you guys get, you see them all, but, um, if you can give our listeners just a little touch of what it's like to, to see these coaches recruit guys and bring them in and watch them go through that 40 days. And. And, um, you know, by the end of a year or two, they're, they've gone from boys to men, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. He, it's, it's a special time type of kid. You gotta, you gotta pick
2: up when you, when you recruit, you you know, back in the day, uh, when they used to recruit out of high school Yeah. and, you know, Frank kind of brought that with him. uh, not, not recruiting out of high school, but recruiting from the juniors, uh, when he came here and it was. It was a little bit of a a best kept secret for for a little while. And it's it works great for us because um, when they come here, they're they're a little older, uh, a little more mature. Um, You know, they they don't get in trouble for drinking underage because a lot of them are 21, which is a big deal here, (laughs) Um, right? (laughs) um, They they when they get here, they're not homesick because they've been They've been on that uh, that circuit for a couple of years with the juniors, and they've been away from home, and and they just they they acclimate a lot quicker when they're here, and they've already had those you know a couple years to grow, so they're a little bigger, a uh, little more mature. They're you know they they take to the academics pretty well. Uh, for some reason, they, they, I mean, their team that really does well, uh, but at the end of the year with all all conference honors on the academic side, but, you know, he finds, he finds these kids that want to come here. And he, he, he he talks about the hockey program and, you know, the legacy and that sort of thing. But he also talks about what they're going to be made of when they leave here. And, you know, he, 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 he can replicate, or he can, he can have them assimilate what, what they go through here uh on the hockey you know on the ice and what they're going to be doing in the air force and how this you know this program is really a leadership development program yeah hockey program yeah and and, you know i mean we we're, we're getting them to go through four years we're packing six years into four and then when they when they get out they they raise their hand to to give their life for somebody they don't even know and it's it's second nature to them because they have formed bonds, they've formed team and they, and they become proud of, of what they've learned here uh, when they go out in the Air Force. It, and, it, and it's a little it's pretty neat when they come here and we put them through simulators and, and show them all the great things that we that we do when they come out here. you know we put them in, we put them in simulators, we play war games. Uh, and nobody else can do that.
1: Yeah, good point.
2: You know, they're, you know and they're like, yeah, I want to fly jets when I get out of here. <laughs> And and we well, kinda, kinda want we kinda want the crazy hockey player that will take risks, <laughs> you know, believe it or not, in the cockpit, because you know, when, when the enemy is 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 staring at us and they're saying, Yeah, this guy's a hockey player, he's unpredictable. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting out of the way. You know? They're they're not afraid. And we, we have to have people like that uh, in the cockpit. We have to have people that aren't afraid.
0: Yeah, so well they are not listen. Yeah, I mean, you know, after you faced a couple of ninety mile an hour pucks and pulled out your own teeth, <laughs> yeah. what's left, right?
2: Exactly, exactly. And we okay. we, we so learned to. Uh, it, it's a little bit different here because we, you know, we don't redshirt. We we right. throw them in the we throw them in the mix right away as freshmen, and the, the disadvantage we have is they they come out here at the end of June, and you know, they don't, they don't go home. They don't see anybody until, I mean, they'll see parents on road trips because parents travel everywhere, as you know,
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: crazy um, But you know, they don't go home until, until Christmas, Christmas break. Yeah. And they'll do that. No, they'll, they'll be lazy for a week and then they'll come back here <laughs> a week early to get back into it. But they, the, the thing is they, they've rested their minds and, they rested their bodies, and now they're they're recharged. It takes them a week, and they come out here, back out here, and they're they're sleeping, they're eating right, and when we come out of the gates in January, that's when we usually we usually turn to the positive a little bit. We're not we're not as tired, our freshmen aren't beat down like they were the first semester, and nobody wants plays at the end of the season. You know, our, our freshmen are playing like sophomores, <laughs> our sophomores are playing like juniors, uh, and, and that's kind of our. That's kind of our uh, recipe for, for success at the end of the year. Not, not that not that we like losing in the
1: beginning of the year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know that. Say, hey guys, hey guys,
2: don't get me wrong. I wanna win. I wanna win all the games. So let's not let's not ease up. You know, right now we're we're struggling on you know, to win that that Friday night game. We're 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 just getting kicked. Right, right. He just—he's like, "Hey, can we turn the clock back a little bit and <laughs> act like Friday is Saturday?" Well, you know, I mean, it, 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 for home games, they go to class, and you know they don't—you know—they get up early for for military stuff. They go to class, and then they they'll they'll have a pregame meal, and then you know take a nap. And so, I don't know if they're quite all the way rested for Friday. So yeah. he's looking forward. He's looking forward to this road trip. <laughs>
0: right (laughs) well see now i said that over the weekend and 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 you're the perfect guy to ask because you've been through it all uh because you were a division one athlete when 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 you were at the air force academy and 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 you know nobody's in better cardiovascular shape than swimmers um (laughs) is that is, is, is am i just perceiving that correct or is it a perception or is that whole friday night thing kind of real because you you went through it
2: yeah it, it is kind of real and and it, it's it's even tougher for hockey players because once the season starts they play every weekend um it it, it was brutal as a swimmer to swim a couple weekends in a row you know much less three right. because you're just it's just constant, you know, constant grinding. And for hockey players, one, I don't know how they do it, you know, because they they go Friday and they turn around Saturday. I mean, soccer now, soccer is now going Thursday and Sunday, or yeah, you know, used to be Friday and Sunday. But I'm like, okay, these, these these guys are in pretty good shape. Why are they taking an extra day? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's, it's a non-contact sport. <laughs> so I give my, give my well, was a hard time every now and then. <laughs> But,
0: but yeah, Well, they, then let me ask you a question.
2: It is a real thing on Friday and they, you know, he tries to rest them during the week and he's pretty good at gauging, you know, what the, what, what the attitude is and, you know, how they look and he'll, he might ease up on a Thursday. So they're ready for Friday, but uh, I, I think they'll be ready for this four game road trip. You know, they're going to, they're going to play AIC, which is a tough team and, uh, and Mercyhurst.
0: Well, let me ask you a question. Then,
2: as you you know, every week for <laughs>
0: uh, as the athletic, you know, the person in charge of, of the program, so to speak, uh, because I don't know if anybody can be in charge of Frank, but that's another story. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Frank's boss, but I work hard. <laughs> you <know. laughs> um, do you look? Uh, knowing that this is kind of a thing, do you look to try and get as many opportunities and as many weekends as you can to play Saturday, Sunday for hockey as opposed uh, to Friday, Saturday?
2: No, because they they'll get their rest on Saturday anyway after the Friday night game. Okay, and it, we really gotta gotta leave Sunday. Open form because you know they got to. They'll catch up on on homework. They'll do their laundry. They'll, you know, it's it's really a down day that that they need. Uh, you know, kind of kind of coached into the the week for
1: for Frank. So he, he prefers that they be completely okay. off on on Sunday. a travel day a lot of times. George, let me ask you this because a lot of it has been made of this, and since we started covering you guys last year and. Uh, and then again, this year, obviously, as part of our coverage area for NCAA hockey, um, a lot of people will say, "Well, how, how does the Air Force do it? How do they play in the Atlantic Hockey Conference, being out in the Rocky Mountains when everybody else is on the East Coast for the most part?" And um, a lot of people will say, "Oh, well, it's easier for them because they just get on an Air Force jet, and it's not, thats not the case, <laughs> is it?"
2: No, it's not. I, a lot of times on, on conference Zoom calls, I'll, I'll just say, well, hold on a second. Let me look at my keys over here. I've got a C-17. I've got, you know, a C-5. May, hey, maybe I'll bring the two-seater jet up to see you guys. It's, it's not quite like that. We, we, we do have, we've got a uh, an airlift coordinator, and it, that is really her only job is to find uh, units that are out throughout the country uh primarily reserve units that have to get flight hours in they have to get training missions in and so what they'll do i mean they'll they'll have a training mission well they'll come out here and they'll do so many landings and takeoffs but they'll come out here and pick us up and drop us off and that's that is their that's their mission you know sometimes they do have you know they're loaded with some equipment to deliver to certain places um But for the most part it's just a it's a a land and take off and and get ready for when they might be called up to to do that overseas and and she's this person's pretty good at it she uh she she runs with all 27 ncaa sports to to get them airlift and you know when when it doesn't happen it's it's brutal because you know you're scrambling to get uh uh commercial air airlift or commercial flights at the last minute and that, you know, that kind of ruins everything because then the, the price tag goes up and, you know, but it's, it's worth the risk a lot of times because we, we hit pretty often. And, and, and i tell you, I, our baseball coach is crazy about it. He was a C-17 <laughs> pilot and he'll, he'll call, he'll call the aircraft crew from the dugout <laughs> and say, I, I mean, he's nuts. He'll, he'll start the engines. And he's, I mean, you should go on a, on a trip with these guys because they'll, they'll change the dugout, they'll get on the bus, they'll go straight to the flight line and they'll pick up a crew member at the, the gate so they can get through. And sure enough, the <laughs> bus drives up to the back of the C-17, the engines are running. He he says, everybody stop, takes out a stopwatch, and he says, go, and they open the door. And I think, it, I think his best time is like 11 and a half minutes from... You know, from door open to wheels up. <laughs> and he was like, if beats yeah, get to the airport two hours early."
1: Oh, <laughs> oh goodness gracious! For oh. sure. <laughs> and He, you know, our baseball team did real well, and they they, they got to uh,
2: they got to play it down in Texas in the regional, and they they went on commercial air, and he was texting me the whole time, out and back. I hate commercial <laughs> air. I hate commercial air." <laughs> And Frank, Frank hates it too. But Frank will actually—he'll fly out commercial even if we have middle air. Sometimes he'll fly out uh, a little earlier, or he'll go out and you know th- these guys are crazy—they they'll recruit you know a couple <laughs> days before they they hit the weekend. Yeah. So it's and, and it's just it's just that's just the way it is with hockey. You know they they find a tournament to go to, or they find a kid that they have to talk to, or a living room they got to visit, and. Uh, Andy Berg does it a lot. He'll you know, he'll go out and he'll join us up on a Friday night or even the Saturday game if he's going to go watch a, a recruit
1: play. Yeah, so good. They,
2: they they run pretty they run pretty hard.
1: George, let me ask you this then, and maybe our listeners would be interested as as much as I am in this. But um, when those guys get on an Air Force uh, whatever jet. Um, what's it like inside there? I mean, we all see these movies and we know what they, they carry all this stuff. Were they laying on the, uh, on the base of the aircraft or they got seats? <laughs> no, they, all, they have seats. Okay. These, these jump, the, the, the web jump seats. Yeah.
2: Um, sometimes they'll have a pallet where they'll have like airline seats. Okay. Uh,
1: but not, not too often. It's, it's usually jump seats, which aren't too bad. Okay. Uh, because there's a lot of leg room and, and once they,
2: once they get up to altitude, you know, the seatbelts come off and they're, they're laying on the floor and stretching out. And I think that's what they like as well. They're not cramped uh, with a seat. Um, now, they're not allowed to take any pictures of the inside of the aircraft. They're really not allowed to take pictures of the outside. Sometimes they, they'll, you know, take a group
1: photo with an American flag or an Air Force flag. You know, that's some right. type of thing. But um,
2: it, they, they don't want to show them anything of the inside in case somebody gets a hold of it on social media. Right.
1: Uh, I don't blame them. So, or, if they are,
2: or if they are carrying anything, you know, that in addition to our guys. Or if they were carrying anything big or secret, our guys wouldn't have a clue.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tell you well, it's everybody just, except maybe Alex Schilling because the Space Force kid, uh, he, yep. he, he's pretty smart. And uh, not to really take anything pretty away from Luke Roll or Lily Ryan either, but uh, he, Alex is pretty sharp. Yeah, he is. He,
2: uh, yeah, they're all they're all pretty sharp. Uh, we had, who, who was a kid a few years ago, Hank.
1: Right. Uh,
2: yeah, he's that guy. He uh, he was not he, he was not human. <laughs> I mean, he was a great hockey player. Uh, he was great in the classroom. He had a postgraduate scholarship, and uh, he was a squadron commander. And right. I'm like, wow to to be to be that good at all three is you don't see that very often and and i'm not saying you you dump one of the three but he was he was tops in all three but frank has had some go through that you know it's a it's a credit to you know the the guys that he's bringing up and and how he's he's them not only as hockey players but just you know great young men
1: yeah for sure
0: well paul you got that one yeah, well, I was going to say, first of all, if I'm going to fly, I, I think that's the way I want to fly. I hate regular plane seats. I hate them. Yeah. Um, you don't
2: do accumulates, from flight miles, but.
0: No, I, that's fine. I don't care about that. Um, I want to be comfortable.
2: Yeah, it's nicer coming back when they're coming back from the East Coast. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they, they jump on a plane right away to get in at a decent hour.
0: Right. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That I mean, that, that, that's, that's above me. That, that's the big bonus, you know, the, but, um, uh, yeah. Cause nobody likes to wait in the airport. So, um, no. you run a program no. that basically is the size of a lot of schools, entire program with their athletes. You, you know, you have, you, you're, you're in charge of 10 programs and 300 athletes and 30 coaches and, and. I that that that's before the paperwork that you obviously have to do to be uh, dealing with all the conferences and the NCAA committees and 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 the different uh, advisory committees. And we're not even talking yet about the phys ed facilities and the the club fest and all that other. I mean, did you clone yourself? I mean, I don't know. I mean, how, how did that work?
2: Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I, I feel like I'm in a whack-a-mole game every now and then, but um, it's it, it's it's good. It's I, I mean, sometimes it can be a little overwhelming, but I I I jump onto some of those committees so I can help. I can help other. help our athletes here by knowing what other schools are doing across the landscape. Um, right. You know, I haven't been to other schools, so my my contact is being on these committees and talking to these folks and seeing how how they do you know their jobs and that and that sort of thing so but it, you know it's it's fun i mean I, I get paid to watch sports is what i keep telling my wife and, you know she's like well so when do you think you'll retire and i said well again i get paid to watch sports If i retire i have to pay to watch sports yeah,
0: that makes sense to me
2: <laughs> so I, I don't know why i would
1: uh... Okay, so so let me ask you this about um, really over the last few years, and certainly since the pandemic, but have uh, student-athletes gotten different? And by that, George, I mean um, Paul and I talked during the pandemic. We thought, what are we going to do? We don't have any games to cover. And and podcasting became a thing for us because people were home and could answer their phones and talk to us. And uh, we had a really good time with it and kind of propelled us. But have you yeah. seen changes in athletes, maybe not just hockey players, but all athletes, where maybe they have a new appreciation or a better appreciation for their sport?
2: Um, I do, because I, I, think, I, I think on the mental wellness side, uh, you know, they were so closed off during COVID, even when, even when we had all of the Zoom calls and, and those types of things. They, they were so closed off, and when we shut down the playing fields and, and those types of things, I, I think it hurt them. Yeah. I think it really hurt them, not, and not just at the collegiate level, but at the high school level. And, you know, so we were getting some of these kids that, you know, were, were coming in from their junior and senior years in high school that really it, – it, it was a, they had a hard time coming out of their shells a little bit because, it, you know – you know that the playing tool is not social media, right? And and I think they had a hard time adjusting because everything was social media. And I, I, I always tell you know I, I'll tell a lot of our folks in the academia side, you know, hey, you can you, you can Google a, a math problem and figure it out, but you, you can't score you can't Google scoring a winning goal of a hockey game. You got to experience that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And,
2: and, and we got to get back to to giving them experiences that they. They can grow on and, and remember, you know, for years to come. And, and, and it's not, you know, it's not just that, but it's the interaction with coaches and I mean, interacting with, with somebody like Frank territory on a daily basis. I mean, that, that picks them up.
1: Oh, of course. It,
2: it just, it makes a huge difference. And I think the coaches are playing a bigger role now because they've got to watch that mental, mental wellness area and make sure that everybody's, everybody's lined up right. You know, uh, emotionally and, and psychologically. So I, I think that is what it has come out of that. Uh, and I, I think they, I think they do appreciate it. Uh, sometimes I think they expect more from it because they've been through through so much. And and I I say that, you know, it, it, there aren't too many of them. Most of them appreciate it. But We'll have some athletes, and and it's I'm sure it's like center said, the schools who have been with the program for a while, and you know it becomes well, you know I've I've been I've been playing soccer for three years. You can't cut me. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it, it doesn't work that way. You know it, it doesn't work. It really doesn't work that way with our best coaches. And and Frank will tell you, you know, hey, it, you know, it, when when I'm look, we're looking at making cuts. We go to the team captains and and usually they're shaking their heads yeah the guy's the guy's dead weight or the guy's not doing his job and we need to move forward so unfortunately that that'll happen later on whereas you know
1: you usually try to get the kids early and say you probably need to go do something else yeah good point but, which, which is fine here because they will do something else yeah you know, they'll you know, <laughs> that <out of> airplane <laughs> Exactly. Or they'll work on the Space Force, which I just love with Alex Hill. And I'll keep bringing that up forever because he looked me right in yes, the eye and will. I said, are you going to try to play professional hockey if the opportunity arises? And he said, I've got a commitment. I'm going to the Space Force in L.A. <laughs> and I, I, just thought, I just thought that was really refreshing to hear. Okay, final one for me, and then I know Paul's got a final one as well. But, um, George, during the uh, pandemic, I used the word relevancy because I thought programs of all shapes and sizes needed to try to stay relevant when they weren't playing games or when they were playing games without fans. And I think it's interesting. So part one is uh, tell me a little bit about um, how the Air Force Academy was able to stay relevant. And part two of that is the, uh, the, the word of my year this year is cohesiveness because I watched uh, the uh, NCAA hockey team up uh, I-25 from you Win a national championship, and I could have told you last September, George, that that team was about as cohesive as I've ever seen. And um, I really think that that cohesiveness may have turned around a little bit after COVID. So those are my final two. of them. we'll let Paul get the last one in with you.
2: Yeah, we, we still we still tried to play as many games as we could um, during COVID, and you know when when they were first shut down. Um, obviously, we couldn't. But the the next year, we played a limited schedule, and
1: we we had a hard time getting teams to come out here. Yeah, to, I know. <laughs> to be honest with you, um, they it, it wasn't
2: that they were, they had COVID. They were afraid of getting COVID. Sure. You know, Jump jumping on an airplane, and a lot of New York schools were you know when New York kind of shut down. They're were like, we're not letting anybody in or letting anybody out, type of thing. um We. We had, I want to say we had two home series uh, and everything else was on the road we, and we played, I think we might have played 16 games that year. Um, and, and our, you know, our, our thought was, hey, this is, this is more than just a, a hockey program for us. You know, we, it, like I said before, we, we develop, you know, leaders from this. We develop, you know, uh, officers from this and we are going to do whatever we can to keep this program going and do it, you know, play where we can. If we have to go to all, you know, if we have to travel to all our games, that's what we're going to do. And and everybody was kind of like that. Now, fortunately, the year that we moved all the fall sports into the spring, which was, you know, a lot of, <laughs> lot of hair pulling out.
1: Oh, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, facilities and, you know,
2: getting, scheduling everything at the right time, that sort of thing. But we, we kinda, we came out of that, um, I think more together as a staff. Uh, you know, each, each personal or each team staff came out, you know, more together. And I think our whole coaching uh, group, as a as a entire group came came together a little more because we all you know we all knew how important it was for soccer to be playing at two o'clock and then lacrosse to be playing you know at four thirty because they had the same season type of thing um, and and everybody made concessions and the athletes did the same thing and I think with so many athletes involved in that I mean we got a thousand athletes and with so many of them involved in that one spring. Uh, I, I think that really helped us a lot uh, come come together. So, and, 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 it, and it made us, it did make us relevant because of that. And, and I think the school um, putting so much into it, backing it so well, you know, I mean, from the top down, from our, our superintendent or president, all the way, you know, to the athletic director, just pushing to, you know, what do we need? What do we got to do? That sort of thing. It just, it really
0: helped us jump out of that. And, I mean,
2: I mean now everybody shakes their
0: head and says, "Boy, can you believe we can you believe I did that?" <laughs> right.
2: You know, I mean, some are saying,
1: "Boy, that was stupid," but <laughs> most of them are saying, "I, I never want to do it again." But I'm glad I did. Yeah. Exactly. Okay,
0: Paul, take it away. All right. So, so I have two, two, two questions. Kind of one related to what you mentioned a few moments ago, and one kind of my own sort of mindset. Um, you mentioned about. How coming back from uh, the, the COVID situation, where you guys have had to dig a little bit deeper um, on the uh, the mental side of things, how much help was it for you specifically, having been a graduate of the academy and knowing exactly what these guys have gone through?
2: Um, it it was it it, it helped a lot but I, I realized pretty quickly that this was something that had never been done. And, and I tried to think right. back, you know, I, I guess that our, our AD, um, Hans Mu when he was the AD, he graduated in the 60s, and he talked about, you know, n- not going home for Christmas and that sort of thing. And, and of course, I did go home for Christmas, but, uh, it, you know, I felt back on that. And, and then what we went through with COVID— just being isolated. And I'm like, it, it had to be like being here in the sixties. Cause I would joke with, right. with Dr. Mew and say, well, you know, you didn't go for Christmas because you went to school here before Christmas was a holiday.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, I've been there and done that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, um. I, yeah, dr
2: v, dr me was great though um but he, you know he talked about the you know the dark ages and when you know and then when you come back from Christmas it's you know you walk across the campus and it's snowy and blowing and it's dark you know because the sun goes down at 430 and you know it's just it's it's just depressing I, I think now um when I when I look at it it's because our our athletes do so much more now and they you know they, they do play more games than they did you know years ago right. um we we have figured out how to make it exciting in in january and february whereas you know when i was when i was going to school here uh it january and february you just want to get through it
0: you know <laughs> it, 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 competing and
2: training but it was just it was a grind and now it's like, okay, we're, we're in the conference play, you know, for basketball and, and, you know, deep in the conference play now for for hockey and everybody's rested. And everybody kind of looks at, at hockey now as, wow, they're, they're going to break out in January because they're, they're rested and they're, now they're going to show what they can do.
0: All right. Well, so, the, the final question I, I for it, me is because...
2: – it's, it's a little bit different now than it, than it was before.
0: Plus we're better okay, hockey. Okay. Well, listen, that makes sense. <laughs> I, I get it. Um, and now I, and the answer might be simple here, but I I still like to know, um, bachelors from the air force Academy and somebody who was in Colorado Springs ends up at Troy for a master's. How does that happen? (laughs) And by the way, for people that don't know, that's in Alabama.
2: I was stationed at, uh, Eglin air force base. Okay. And, and Troy was was right
1: there so uh, I just I just knocked that out. See how easy that was Paul it was so easy.
0: well I <laughs> listen I guess that it was kind of something like that but I don't know you know
2: it, I should lieutenant if I, if I can't get my measure as a lieutenant I'm never gonna get
1: it <laughs> Good stuff
2: so I, I turned to Troy. You know it, it was troy state and they made it troy i don't know
0: why I don't, it doesn't sound any any bigger <laughs> yeah i, george, I, I don't we, know either uh,
1: george we appreciate you spending some time with us we got to have you back on again because we could go on for hours uh what, what a great conversation thank you for spending the time thank you for putting up with frank and you know, just let him know that that Scott and Paul are still jabbing him. He's the best man. I mean, he uh, like like I told uh, Dave. Uh, I said, you know, I, I'm sorry he came on Sunday night without uh, going through the channels with you. And and Dave said, hey, listen, I know he's got you on speed dial. Because <laughs> our Sunday night show, George, we love to have teams that uh, maybe have done something special on the weekend. That's kind of our recap show, and. Uh, every time I ask him, he's like, yeah, I'll do it. And, and I felt bad because the last time we were supposed to go at 745 and uh, we had to bump it up an hour and he goes, that's no problem. I'll I'll do it whenever. So uh, <laughs> he's the best. Keep him around forever. I know he's had some health issues uh, recently and, and hopefully we get him straightened around. So we have him for a long, long time because he's a gem. We call him the czar of hockey. Uh, oh, we no, don't tell him that. <laughs> we, we think oh, we he's have a- We have. (laughs) Anyway, George Nelson, the uh, Senior Associate Athletic Director at the Air Force Academy. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Paul and I will be back in uh, just a couple minutes to wrap up another episode of College Hockey West Live. All
2: right. Thanks, guys. Enjoy
0: it. Thank you.
2: comment, let us hear from
1: you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. All right. Welcome back in hockey fans. It's Tuesday night, which means it's college hockey West live night. It's our staple. It's where Paul and I started all this just a few years ago. And, um, we love this night, Paul and, and George is just another great example about a oh. guest that you can just go, okay. I turned the mic on, go ahead and talk. And oh, I love uh, that. Oh, the stories are just incredible. I'm serious. We need to have him back on again, like we do others, but we need to have him back on again and just go into a little more in depth because I mean, this is a different type of athlete as we know coming to the air force Academy than just coming to, uh, uh, to play NCAA sports anywhere else.
0: Oh, this, yeah. I mean, you know, with that, there's three, three or four places like this in the entire country, you know, uh, you know, you have Air Force, obviously, and a little closer to my house, you have Army and, and and Navy, and you know those. I mean, those those places are unique places in terms of what the Division One athlete has to go through, and 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 I like the mindset of these guys and these programs because they say. um, yeah, it would be easy for us to drop down the competition level, but they won't. They won't. They, they, they. It is a point of honor for them. I don't know if oh. that's the right word, but I think you get the idea. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It it, it that, is a badge that they
1: wear to, especially the hockey teams, because we know we've talked about the number of uh, students, there's some big universities in the big 10. And of course Arizona state's a big university, but then you look at sacred heart. I was just looking at their new building online and I'm going like, you know, that's perfect for sacred heart. Isn't it the right size? And you look at Colorado college and that's the right size and people squawk all the time. I know even, um, Mr. Robeson said, we wish we could have built it a little bigger, but 3,400 people is perfect for that college size. And uh, make that ticket a hot ticket,
0: if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and and they have to go the extra step, you know, Air Force, and because most of their conference, you know, you know, all of their road conference games are are, are two or three time zones away. Um, their road games in 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 their league are never not in the Eastern time zone. Right. So so you know, so. Let
1: me ask you this: it, We've we've talked about this, Paul. Um, would Air Force consider going to a West Coast conference if one were to "quote unquote" be formed? Um, um, after listening to George, is that something that you think Air Force would ever consider?
0: Do I think they would consider it? I think they'd have to. Would right? they? Yeah, I, I, I think. They'll... I would. Ass- I would assume. That and, you know, this is a conversation we can have on another day w- w- with George. Um, I guess as long as they could, you know, as long as I would assume that as long as they're able to play Army every year in non-conference.
1: Well, why couldn't they?
0: Well, I don't know why they couldn't. I don't, I don't know how that, you know, you never know. I, I would assume that would be automatic. And who knows, maybe at that point they'd be able to play home in home you know right. four games a year as opposed to two. I don't yep. know. I mean obviously you'd have to look at you know the the schedules availabilities would be different but um I guess as long as they played each other every year in non-conference games I don't know why they wouldn't consider it if right. for no other reason say you know uh, you know I mean we obviously discussed their travel situation but you can't tell me they wouldn't rather Hop on a flight to Vegas, or say Seattle. I'm oh, wait a minute! There. I'm Vegas. Just throwing something out of there. Vegas. Why would I'm they just go to saying. Vegas? Okay. Well, I'm just uh, okay. listen. We we we're we're making believe there's a a, a West, You know, would they go to a make believe <laughs> Western Conference? So let's make believe there's even, extra teams. And here's
1: the deal: you didn't even bring up Tempe yet. Uh, I thought that would have been the first word I'd Who who doesn't want to go to Tempe? Whenever.
0: Well, that's true too, but that's too easy. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, the other thing that I didn't get a chance to bring up, and and I'd love to have him on to talk more detail about it, is they've they've done a lot of renovations to uh, the uh, cadet ice arena. That's what they're always going to call it. I know it's called Clune also, but it's it's a cadet ice arena to those guys and those coaches and those administrators. Um, And they're still doing it. And I think it's really cool. It would be really cool to have him explain that whole process. We know what the locker room looked like when that got done a couple of years ago. And the new press box and and the new seating arrangements. And the fact that they share that building with basketball on one side, hockey on the other. And a a field house, for lack of a better term, um, on, on one end of it as well. So that that really is a a cool environment and i really would like to uh have george explain to us how that all came about and and maybe give some shout outs to people that were influential making that happen but that's for another day as well um you know anytime we can get an administrator on to talk to us it's fantastic because they have a completely different view than a head coach or a player
0: right well and you know i i ask you all the time i said we should try to remember to do this during the summer. We should try to remember to do this um, when there's lulls, but we don't get too many lulls. No,
1: that's the thing. The, the hockey season right now, Paul goes all the way around. People ask me, they go, like, well, what's it, what's it going to be like on your off season?" I'm going, like, when? Um, AHL continues when to play until June. Yeah, and then all of a sudden there's the NHL draft, and then there's the rookie camp, and then all of a sudden there's a – another camp and then there's world juniors and then there's ng
0: njec camps and i mean holy cow um you yeah, know but, but i'm not involved in some of those i'm involved in the college hockey you know in the ncaa stuff and that season eventually ends and we got to fill may and june and july yeah and yeah August but
1: these and- the, do you remember i spent uh, about a week in in detroit at the njec I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that's going on and by the way our good friend uh, tanner wilson sent me a, a little update today he said hey don't know if you've seen this yet but las vegas is, was just selected as the host city for the 2024 usa hockey u16 and u18 tier one national championship so uh, vegas is becoming a hockey hockey city and I'm gonna experience it for a couple of days here. Steven exper- uh, experiments, uh, experiences it all the time. And right now he's going like, hey, I'm, I'm at the Vegas Golden Knights game, but where are we doing the, uh, the podcast from and how are we gonna do it? <laughs> so Vegas is, is, is a hockey town and boy do we wish um, other places would pop up like San Diego and, and Southern California and LA and, and, and maybe, uh, maybe uh, Arizona gets back on the track with more hockey. But anyway, that that's what I got tonight. You got anything else you want to wrap it up with, or are we ready to go?
0: No, I th- I think we're pretty much ready to go. I'm I I, I was waiting for the to see if there was any real update to the pairwise after these games tonight, but I still don't think they have all the scores in. So do you have uh, the scores yet? I did mention the scores while you were uh chatting yeah, you know give us one more try to get a hold of give
1: us one more because I didn't hear it.
0: All right. Well, Harvard did beat New Hampshire three to one. Oh, thank goodness. Well, yeah. Well, like I said, uh, I need another couple of weeks. The Super Sixteen's probably screwed already because Lowell lost to Boston College three to two, um, and they're playing a home and home with UConn this weekend, so they could go zero and three and really screw things up. And then uh, AIC beat Holy Cross four to one, but that's the score that's not into the system yet and uh, so we don't have as updated a pair-wise as we could have. So no sense even going through it. So I hear you. All right. Take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Mask, College Hockey West Live is brought to you by AT&T Wireless, where unlimited your way lets you choose the right plan for each member of your family. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. Peterson Toyota, whether you're looking for your dream car or shopping on a budget, we take the time to find the perfect Toyota to fit your needs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue, Las Vegas style. Now at our two locations, the original at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard and the new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv and catch all of the action. From the toughest conference in college hockey. Drury Inns and Suites, an official Disney World hotel. Book your stay now at DruryHotels.com. Jets Pizza. Go to JetsPizza.com to find your fresh deal at your nearest Jets location today. Topgolf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf center or go to Topgolf.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort, or in town. Liberty University, Hockey Education and Faith with Equal Passion at liberty.edu. By M-Drive. Go to mdriveformen.com and see which M-Drive formula is for you. And by College Hockey, Inc. College Hockey West Live, presented by Behind the Mask, and all of the Ice Time hockeywest.com podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and available for download at wherever you get your podcasts from. When you search for the show, make sure you check ITHSW Podcasts, all one word, subscribe, rate, and review. Help others find the show. Behind the Mask, College Hockey West Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. Our thanks
1: tonight to, uh, first of all, Dave Taller over at uh, the Air Force Academy, the SID, what a fantastic job he does, and, the way that he always accommodates me and us. Uh, I, I can't say thank you enough to Dave for thank that, you, uh, for hooking us up with George Nelson and, and for George himself to spend, uh, goodness, 40 minutes plus talking about Air Force athletics and all the things that go on there. What a what a great show. We certainly appreciate his time and uh, would love to have him back on again. He, he did text me and sure, say that sure. he enjoyed it and uh, he awesome.
0: said he would be happy to come on again. So that's good news. Thank you. Tell him we said thank you. and uh, we'll Already done, my soon. friend. Already done.
1: All right. Awesome. We'll take a night and uh, ask everybody to tune in Sunday night as Paul and I wrap up everything again on College Hockey West Live, the uh, Sunday edition. Right. And uh, tomorrow night, Stephen, Marsh, and myself will be going a little early from uh, the Dollar Loan Center, where we're going to uh, do the podcast nice. just before the start of the game tomorrow night between the Alaska Anchorage Seawolves and... Uh, the number one team in ACHA hockey, the UNLV skating rebels. You're going to we'll, have uh,
0: uh Nick on from the bench during the game. Uh, <laughs> like they do in no, the we're NHL. Not gonna,
1: we're not pushing our luck on that. Oh, okay. But, but uh, we might put Steven between the boxes and just see if he can handle any flying pucks or sticks. Nice. I'm Go for that. it, Steven. That's Go for happening. it. That's not happening. We're not, we're not doing that. Uh, <sighs> we're not crazy, but we will have the podcast early tomorrow and hopefully we can get uh both coaches on to visit with us for about five minutes each uh, nice. before they get into their full preparation for the game and um, get a chance to get their thoughts on what this is like. This is history making, folks. It's at the Dollar Loan Center, it's an NCAA program against the top ACHA program again. Um, anytime we can do this, this is how you grow the game, my friends. Yep. We'll say goodnight with Little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody. Goodnight.